Jesus was perfect. He didn't have any sin. So why did he ask to be baptized by John who was preaching a baptism for the forgiveness of sins? Today on Rooted Daily, we're gonna see what Mark says about it. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less, each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and studying through the Gospel of Mark, we see that the Father declares his relationship with Jesus at his baptism. He calls him his son. He says he's pleased with him. And that speaks to both the divinity of Jesus as the Son of God and also his humanity as the Son of Man. But what about his baptism itself? What does that tell us about Jesus? And, and does it change how we think about our own baptism? Mark tells us in Mark chapter 1, verse 4, that John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him, confessing their sins. They were baptized by him in the Jordan River. John wore clothing made of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist. He ate locusts and wild honey. And this was his message. After me comes the one more powerful than I, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize with the Holy Spirit. At that time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. Just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my son, whom I love, with you I am well pleased. It's a pivotal moment, pivotal scene in the Gospels, because this is the mark of, of Jesus' ministry beginning on earth. But why? Why was Jesus baptized in the first place? Especially by this humble man, John, who admitted that he wasn't worthy to stoop down and untie his sandals. Well, one thing's clear. Jesus was not baptized by John as part of his regular ministry. John immersed people who confessed their sins, verse 6, and the purpose of his baptism was for the remission of sins, Mark 1.4. The preposition for means to obtain. He was baptizing so people could obtain the forgiveness of sins. But Jesus didn't need that. Hebrews 4.15 says, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Jesus did not sin. And since Jesus had no sin, this baptism was unique. Jesus didn't come to John wanting a pardon. So what did he want? Well, first, this baptism identifies Jesus as the Son of God. That starts out as ministry right. And Mark and the other gospel writers, through the inspiration of the Spirit, include it because it sets the tone for the rest of the gospel. Second, it marks a new beginning. This was the start of his earthly ministry, and what a start it was. He began it by fulfilling all righteousness, according to Matthew 3.15. He was carrying out his Father's will. The life of Jesus is a commentary on what obedience is about. Christ demonstrated by his baptism on the very first day of his public ministry that he was committed to doing his Father's will. And by doing that, he is a perfect model to us. And the third reason Jesus was baptized by John could be that it is a visual prediction of what would happen on the cross, his death, his burial, 
his resurrection, not because of his own sin, but because of the sin of others. At the start of his ministry, he previews the gospel. And even today, you can summarize the whole gospel in baptism. Paul wrote, now brothers and sisters, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures. 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. That's the gospel. God's plan of redemption always included the death of his perfect son. He knows, or he knew, uh, even before the world was created, 1 Peter 1, 19, that's what would happen. But in the other gospels, especially the gospel of Luke, we know that Jesus was born as a human being. He developed in all the ways a normal child would. His intellect, his mental consciousness grew. And so I don't think in the manger, baby Jesus was thinking about the cross. But at some point, as he matured, our Jesus became aware of his ultimate destiny at the cross. We know that by the time he was 12, Jesus was aware he was unique and that he was God's son. Uh, and from his birth, Mary knew Jesus wasn't normal. I mean, he was a baby born to a virgin and Mary knew that better than anyone else. But whenever it was that Jesus grew into his full consciousness, one thing seems clear. By the time he submitted to immersion by John, he knew he was headed to the cross and likely long before that. So when he goes to John, he asks to be immersed. And that's what the word baptism means. It's, it's just the Greek for immersion and water. And Jesus would have known what the Spirit now makes clear to us. Baptism represents a burial. Jesus asked to be buried and then brought back up out of the water. And we can see now how that points forward to his literal death, burial, and resurrection, just as it does when we are buried in the waters of baptism, we die to our old lives and we rise up to a new one. Now, some will point to this passage in the Gospels. There's about 10 verses in total about the baptism of Jesus. And they'll say, well, baptism isn't truly for the remission of sins because Jesus was sinless, and yet he found it necessary to be baptized to fulfill all righteousness. They'll say, well, we are immersed for the same reason Jesus was. He was not baptized in order to become a son of God, but rather because he already was the son of God. So we're not immersed to become children of God, but because we already are. But that's not at all what this passage implies. We know that first, this flatly rejects the plain teaching of Paul, who tells us we become children of God at the point of our baptism into Christ, Galatians 3.27. But we also know that's not what this passage means because it, it isn't logically consistent with itself. Think about it. If we are baptized for the same reason as Jesus, it follows that he was baptized for the same reason we are. Logically, things equal to each other are equal to the same thing. Some will claim that we are baptized not for, but because of the forgiveness of sins. It's an outward sign of inward grace. But for that to be true, it logically implies that Jesus was immersed, maybe not for, but at least because of the forgiveness of sins. That obviously isn't the case. Why? Because Jesus was sinless. His baptism had nothing to do with his own sins. Ours does, though. Even though both his baptism and our baptism show a willingness to obey the Father, Jesus' immersion and the immersion that is required of everyone who wants to give their life to him are different. And we may not understand all the reasons why Jesus submitted 
to baptism. Like I said, there are only 10 verses in all the Bible on that pivotal event. But there's at least one thing we can take from it. If the sinless Son of God did not ignore his Father's will on this, how much less should we ignore the command to repent and be baptized for the remission of sins? That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. I cannot wait to sit down and open up God's Word with you next time. Thank you for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's Word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and want to make sure others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent and be baptized and hand over your life to Jesus, let's talk today. Just send me a text to 317-207-2734.